I'm delighted to be joined by Georgiana Lordy, who is co-author with Claire Suellentrop of Forget the Funnel, a customer-led approach for driving predictable recurring revenue. Welcome, Georgiana. I was very pleased to read the section, Why You Should Read This Book. So tell us, why should you read this book? Yes, why should you read this book? Well, really, we we wrote it because we had been talking to so many teams that were needlessly guessing. Um, there's a lot of getting lost in the weeds of execution and thinking at the tactical level and wanting to prove, you know, value and wanting to execute and, and implement. And a lot of marketing folks that we were speaking with, let alone, you know, people with growth titles or, or product titles or sales titles that were just spending too much time needlessly guessing what they should do and throwing spaghetti at the wall, so to speak, when there really is the answer to growth questions your growth challenges inside the heads of your best customers. And so we thought it was really important for people to have the tools to do that and to stop guessing and actually run more effective marketing programs and, and, and customer programs. So that's really why you should read that book. If you've got that, that type of, you know, you're, you've been tasked with solving growth and growing interest and demand in customer acquisition, um, then a lot of the answers to the questions that you're asking about how to do that, you can absolutely get. And so this is that, that was the purpose of the book was to help sort of demystify that process and make it a lot feel a lot more accessible and, and actionable for um, you know marketing teams and and you know really SaaS teams at, at, at large. You talk quite a bit in the book about research. And do you think marketers are ignoring research as a tool to tune their marketing? So I think there has been a very positive push in the direction of research in, you know, the past, I'll say five, five, 10 years. Um, and it's been great to see that a lot more marketers are thinking about research. So predominantly what we were seeing before that is that, you know, product teams think a lot about research, right? If you're in early product development, you're doing customer development, you're doing UX research, things like that. So product teams have historically had researchers, um, you know, for, for longer than, than, uh, on the marketing side of things, but marketers are starting to get savvy and recognize that there is a lot of opportunity to learn. The biggest challenge that we see um, right now with marketing teams is that they're often conducting research that is only based on the market and what the market is doing or on like competitive intelligence. Um, and if they are doing customer research, then um, oftentimes it can go awry a little bit because there's a lot of bandwagoning from adjacent teams, conflicting goals, um, you know, no internal uh, research uh, experts on the on the team to conduct that research and protect it. Your stakeholder buy-in can be challenging, especially when, you know, you needed results yesterday. So although there is a, I think there's a big appetite in marketing for research. It's often hard to get that buy-in. And, and even if you do get the buy-in, it's hard to execute on it well when you don't have internal expertise because research is the type of thing that can go pretty wrong if, if not handled correctly. And it, and it can be a make-work project. I think that's why there's a big resistance to research by you know, leadership teams because it can take a long time and it can sound like a big project, but it doesn't have to be that way. So you know, positive things happening in the past few years for sure. 
Um, but that's again, why we, why we wrote the book was to make that whole process feel more accessible. Um, it really doesn't have to be a big, long, you know, huge months long, many resources project. It can be uh, quite agile. Now, apart from wondering what bandwagoning means, and I guess you'll have to read the book, folks, to find out. In part two, called Getting Inside Your Customer's Head, you have the wonderful section titled Learning from Future Customers. What does that mean? So it really, it is the second section, you'll notice, a second chapter within that section. Um, and it is very intentionally written after the first section, which is learning from your customers, learning from your best customers. So we do advocate for learning from the customers who you already have, who have are already successful with your you know, product as it exists today that are getting continued value from your, you know, your solution. Those are really the best people to learn from. They're the ones who have put money where their mouth is and are continuing to pay and arguably are happy, right? You're, you're, so you're happily paying customers are the ones that you should really prioritize when doing research. Learning from your future customers is also a really great op- opportunity to layer on top of that. So in some scenarios, you know, we, we talk about learning from future customers because sometimes we're speaking with companies who don't have customers yet or because they're pivoting into a new market and they don't have any customers within that new market or they want to layer on research. They want to layer on um, sort of target market research on top of customer research. And that's, you know, maybe what's more, most applicable to your audience is that application of it. So once you've learned, you have a sort of foundational understanding from your best customers and why did they hire you? Why did they choose you over all the other solutions? Um, but even backing up from that, like what was the moment that led them to seek out a solution like yours where they tasked with something from, you know, a stakeholder where they asked to solve something for the business? Um, If so, you know, what was the scenario that led to that? Where did they go to ultimately discover that you exist, right? What were the sort of watering holes that they hung out in? How did they learn about you? Once they landed on your website or on your marketing materials, what was it about you and your solution that convinced them to bring it up the food chain to additional stakeholders or get on a get on a call with you um, and then bring you up the chain to, to additional stakeholders. So what was it that stood out, right? Your differentiated value. And then once they eventually, um, once that champion eventually got the rest of the team on board and they made a purchase decision, what are they able to do now that they weren't able to do before and getting at that sort of desired outcome. So once you've got that understanding from your customers that you have today, you can additionally layer on, especially for marketing teams, this is valuable, um, target market research. In some instances, we recommend a simple website survey. So people visiting your website, learning more about who it is that you're attracting to your website, those who are in solution-seeking mode. There's also an opportunity to listen to sales calls, right? And demo calls and just either sit in on them or listen to recordings and learn from them, not um, what they think about your product, but what led them, right? Listening to what was it that led them to get on this call in the first place? How do they describe how they discovered you? What can you decipher from, um, you know, the, the way they describe their struggle, let's say that they're hoping your solution will solve for them. If you listen to enough demo calls, you'll start to recognize patterns. The same patterns are going to, going to start to appear over and over again. And those patterns are what you're looking for and what you sort of want to lean into um, because that's where something really interesting is happen, happening. 
So if you can do that, obviously with your customer research as a foundation and then layer in this you know, future customers research on top of that, especially from a marketing perspective, it's going to help you figure out how to craft your messaging and positioning on your website, how to even craft and position even that demo call or any sort of collateral, like supporting sales collateral. Um, But in addition to that too, what should you be doing and saying out in the market, out in the watering holes where these people are hanging out? um, What should you be saying to them? How can you meet them where they are in their sort of struggle that they're trying to solve? So all kinds of opportunities open up there. Forget the funnel, the book, is very strategic and very practical, with action plans and all kinds. And on the cover it says, a must read for founders. We have about one minute. Who do you think would most benefit from reading the book? So yes, it was uh, very intentionally meant to be read by multiple people inside of a company, down depending on the size of your company. Um, if we're talking about a, um, you know, a, a SaaS business in the let's call it the ten to you know twenty five million ARR type of business, I would absolutely recommend that a founder be, if not the first reader, then one of the second or third readers. But the idea kind of is um, that a either somebody at the sort of a, an in-house practitioner would read it and then float it up the food chain, so to speak, to stakeholders. And then the reverse could also happen as well, potentially inside of a smaller org. We intentionally wrote this book to be very accessible and very short. It's hard to write a short book, just like it's hard to write a short letter, Um, but it was very intentionally made accessible and short so that even a stakeholder wouldn't feel like it was, you know, or a founder or a C-suite wouldn't feel like it was a big homework project to read. And the way that we sort of balance that is there is a 110 page workbook that goes along with it that any C-suite or founder doesn't need to check out at all, but an in-house practitioner may find very valuable for starting to execute on these things. Tremendous. And thank you, Georgiana Lordy, for your time. And of course, Forget the Funnel is available from Amazon and all good bookshops. Thank you for listening.